0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast.
1: We are with the one and only, the dentalpreneur, the Mark Costas. Mark, the Dr. Mark Costas. I got to tell you a little story about Mark, too. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I, I don't know if you knew this about Mark, but I, used to, I remember Mark helped me before I even had a podcast, he and I being friends. And I think, Mark, you spent some time helping me analyze a practice acquisition. I don't know if you remember that. Back in 2016, Probably don't even remember. You helped me kind of go through it and say, like, yeah, it's a good deal, bad deal. It ended up being a great deal. Still have it, by the way. Thank you very much. Um, but you know, it it was never lost on me how you kind of just helped me through that for not for not wanting anything. You're just a good guy and good for dentistry. And obviously you pump out a tremendous, tremendous amount of content. It's 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 almost like you know Craig and I just sit there with FOMO like how does this guy pump out so much content from the podcast but anyway <laughs> long time coming we're glad all three of us are together because we are friends outside of of podcasting um we're friends in the space of dentistry because we all are very passionate about it but we're just glad to glad to connect with you buddy it's hard to align our calendars but we're glad to be here
2: well thank you guys so much for having me shit i'm i'm really really Honored to be here. And I do remember that, Peter. I don't remember oh. what the advice was. I remember sitting down with some papers and, and going through some stuff. But um, but yeah, man. I, I, you guys have just blown up. You're you're kicking ass. You're killing it. Killing um, it.
1: I'm hey, riding look, Peter's when you coattails do good Mark, stuff. That's right. <laughs> That's what I tell them. Like, they're getting well, heavy because you're a big boy. They're getting heavy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll ride both of your coattails if you allow me to.
1: <laughs> well, hey there's nothing wrong regarding coattails That's for sure all, all, all of us got here hey it works for me coattails that's right
0: yeah, yeah. a coat
2: and and for those of you uh for for you craig a coat is something that you put on in cold weather
0: yes which, i've heard you know, of this by cold you mean 72 and below 72 that's right degrees. so okay, like
2: yeah. imagine you wake up it's a blustering 70 degrees oh god uh, this eesh. you go into your closet if you lived somewhere right. like san diego instead of you know where you live in Florida and you put on this thing it's it's like it it's a, it's an over garment is it like it goes, a
0: shirt but heavier is that exactly kinda, and it's a little oh, bit yeah.
2: bigger so it goes over what you're
0: currently wearing and it so you don't you take warm. off your shirt you actually put layers of clothing on that's correct
2: that's, that's correct wild. and some of the I've old ones of some of the old ones had tails off the back of them like back in back in old england like a penguin so, exactly so okay, yeah, yeah. so if you can you can imagine then riding your coattails would mean that peter <sighs> and i from colder climates would yes. be wearing one of these with these long tails and you would just hop on.
0: That's the way and I take a ride too. Right, right taking rides. I'm two hundred and five yes. pounds and six foot five. So I, I in my mind, bullshit. I step on those bullshit what? Two hundred and five? I think I'd go up from there a little buddy now i'm 205 pounds you think i'm heavier or lighter yeah you seem much bigger than that Dude, look at this
1: no i didn't say muscular oh, I didn't felt- say muscular
0: he just uh, sucked it in big time There, by the way, <laughs> you know i did <laughs> hey, we're at like a million or something downloads aren't we i mean i never uh, let the truth get in the way of a good story but who you knows? know this is important
1: <laughs> but i
0: think if, what if i'm we're trying at a to say
1: mark's at 10 million i'm at six
2: down. i just crossed six are you really Yeah, yeah, 1,440 episodes.
1: So I do have a question. I know we probably, this is a side conversation, but how do you think, how do you curate or ideate so much content to do it
0: daily?
2: Yeah, so like we have these weird bursts. Like today, this particular day, which is a Wednesday, I have six podcast interviews. Um, Some are on other people's shows. Uh. Some are on my shows. But that literally happens like once every two months. Um, and then the rest of them.
1: Craig, how unimportant did you just feel just right there? We are one of um, six. How, how unimportant? I, on feel, a scale of one I feel to 10. a
0: sixth as important as I did a minute ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one sixth. <laughs> but I felt uh, pretty important before. So being that it was only depleted by what, 12 and a half all percent, right, we interrupted you, Mark. Go ahead. With uh,
2: so, you know, there's traditional interviews. And then there's, st- I, I, I have the privilege of speaking a lot, either to our own small group where uh-huh. maybe four or five times a year I'm, I'm doing three or four hour, um, you know, unique content lectures. So we chop that stuff up. And if I talk on, um, you know, somebody else's stage, we always negotiate the fact that I own all of my own IP and all of my own content. So they'll give me that and I can chop that up. And so, yeah, I mean, there's lots of different ways to repurpose content. You yeah. know, you can repurpose it to YouTube, you can repurpose it to socials, and you can take your live stuff and turn it into podcast episodes. Where do you
1: as feel well. like people's attention is? Where do you feel like the sweet spot is for maybe you as a consumer first? When Mark looks at his own podcast thing, where do you feel like when you look at like, oh, that's a cool new, you know, Patrick David download or whatever. And you say it's like three hours long. You're like, ooh, like, where do you feel like there's the inflection point for something like, heck yes, I'm listening verse. I'll do it later from a timeline, from a yeah, time uh, yeah, length. It's Sorry.
2: interesting because, you know, the, the Joe Rogan long form content, it feels like his dead, you know, Patrick, Pat, David, and, and those kinds of guys, they're still doing it. You know, um, uh, Tim Ferriss, he's, he's about 60 to 90 minutes is is his length. Uh-huh. Some people can pull it off, but you have to remember that <clears throat> you get credit for five minutes of a listen, uh-huh. right? I always wonder how many people are listening for, through the whole, you know, the yeah. whole length of mine, but you get credit for the first five minutes if i'm listening to joe rogan podcast i'm listening to the the chopped up version of it and i I like to get the the headlines
0: yeah the clips the jerry clips
2: that's right and you know and on rare occasion like the jamie fox one i'll listen to that all the way through and and i'll love every minute of it but for the most part who's got time for three hours yeah i'll tell you that in today's day and age people have very very little attention Attention spans Mm -hmm. yeah tiktok is 10, 10 second videos and people are like, oh, I can't get it's kind through of training that. Us.
1: It's kind of training us. And and not just so much as dentists being the consumer of the podcast, but also consumers being that of what you pump out for your dental practices, right? Like I've almost shifted the way you've got a couple of very microseconds to get someone's attention to to get them to become a patient of your practices as well. So True. I think marketing, and I think attention is just becoming the rarer and rarer commodity, Whether whether that's Marketing for your practices or getting people to listen to your podcast or whatever it is, it's still attention, right? It is
2: true. People love the story though, still. I mean, I think it really depends on what you're selling. You know, mm-hmm. if you're selling a $50,000 product, people want to hear the story. They want to believe in you as the founder. And, and I think people will take more time to sift through that stuff if they're a true fan and they're serious, a serious potential. Customer, You know, the Dan Kennedy style 13 page minimum sales letter, and they don't tell you what the price is until the very end. And you're like scrolling through like, what the hell? Yeah. Give me to the end of this. Right. And I think that's over unless you're a Dan Kennedy zealot. I mean, I, I still think that there's a place for it.
0: Interesting, interesting.
1: So, Craig, any comments on that, Craig? Before, uh, no,
0: no. Uh, my ADD kicked up. I stopped listening to you guys. Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> g- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. <sighs> now, I mean, listen. For me, it's hard for for me to allocate the brain power to one of the Joe Rogan podcasts, even though I really find long form conversation really interesting. I'm lucky enough to just, you know have a lot of those conversations with friends. I talk to friends a lot. So a conversation is just something you can get hooked into, like to your point, Mark, we're wired to listen to story. That's why we can sit, even though we're all ADD now and phone and with our phones and TikTok, we still can sit down in a movie for two hours and totally forget about our life. We get immersed in the formula of a story so i agree and i I do think there's something very um engaging to just listen to people that you respect or value their opinion just go through their fodder and their conversation It's just i think it's something that never gets old hopefully we're doing that right now for people but also i have asked the listeners if you've listened to the entire thing please write in the chat and they do and so they do because i always say like like, we gotta wrap yeah
1: i get so frenetic about like Oh. taking too much time from
0: someone i'm like no peter bullshit people are still listening to this do me a uh, favor if you're actually listening to the end write the word end with an exclamation point if you thought it was good and you listened to the end and sure enough in the comments it's like end end, end
1: oh, so,
2: that's correct yeah i need so, me i need me more bulletproof that's I can't right get enough. No, i got uh, every just second
1: consume it all right mark <laughs> no. so if someone is listening let's just say on the off chance that we there's a bulletproof listener that doesn't know who mark costas is I impossible. I'm I'm
2: very very strong Uh, I would say
1: there's a one less than 1%, (laughs) not it's a non-zero, but it's less than one. (laughs) Um, the, uh, what would you describe kind of your ecosystem? Obviously it's comprised of dental success Institute, right? Primarily. And that everything kind of falls into that, but like in a couple, you know, succinctly, what would you say your ecosystem is kind of comprised of?
2: I think that the biggest audience is the, the dentalpreneur podcast audience, Uh um, god it's crazy guys i don't know what's going on with Lipson, and i don't know if it's broken every time we pull up a Lipson kind of scorecard thing mm-hmm. um i don't like to watch it from day to day even week to week but every once in a while we pull it up and it's like what in the hell where are these people like this is crazy are there bots you know because um, lately like listening bots yeah i don't know I honestly don't know. And I want to catch myself doing something right, but I'm like, oh, I've changed anything for the last six years. And t- today we got 15,000 downloads. I don't get it.
1: So those Tom of ball. you listening, don't Lipson is is usually what a lot of podcasters use to host the files that then, that then get uploaded to the podcast app for Apple. So it's hosted just like a website's hosted. So you get statistics, like Mark's saying, based on downloads and where they're coming from geographically and regionally and age and stuff like that. So <laughs> you're saying there's been a massive, Mark, you're saying there's been a massive uptick or just randomized data now
2: yeah but it's all over the place right so so february was you know normal and then this month is twice as much as february like two times and i'm, I'm sure it's going to correct itself again but the the, the curve the curve doesn't go up like a smooth hockey stick it goes up like a jagged hockey stick and then sometimes back down and then back up again Mm -hmm. i'm just saying i i haven't changed the formula and i don't know where these guys are coming from and i want to figure out what the formula is so i can do more of that and less of the anti-formula but um but my ecosystem is probably biggest um audience is probably the podcast Mm -hmm. and then um and then maybe live events and stuff but the 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 company uh footprint is we're almost to 1200 at dsn um which is a different audience because they're not, um, quote unquote consulting clients, mm-hmm. like a one-on-one consulting clients for my, for, for my higher end coaching that that's limited at 200. So, so we have DSN, which is about almost 1200 dentists. We have the podcast, which is, I don't know, 50, 10 to 15,000 very loyal listeners. Yeah. Um, that listen pretty much every day, and then that just that just racks up as as downloads every single day, and then and then uh, just just the the, the little one-offs. At the so so the, the
1: so same. podcast the DSN network of 1,200 dentists. That's a subscription, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a service so. uh, or or a membership, I should say. Mm-hmm. And then your and then your more intimate feature is uh your kind of your masterminds. I mean that's what we call it on our end. So I don't know how what you're calling it, but you do have 200 in your coaching program mm-hmm. right? well it's,
2: it's capped at 200 or 189 or 186 okay. or something okay given the day yeah so um this year we will hit our max and then mm-hmm. start taking applications only and wait for attrition kind of like the velvet rope
0: mm-hmm.
2: one leaves one can come in depending on you know the applications and mm-hmm. kind of the black belt coaches helped me sift through that and we actually are in a place now which is wonderful where we can actually say yes or no guys thumbs up thumbs down will they fit our culture? Because we're looking at this as, as if it was a dental practice, right? Imagine you have 200 totally. employees in a very small, um, in a very small community, one person can screw the whole thing up. So
0: oh, for sure. Yeah. You need a good group. So what would you say you do you have a specific target or is there a specific dentist or dental practice that you help, or do you actually just take in everybody, um, regardless of their size or their goals? Let me hear a little bit about that.
2: Yeah. So, you know, they say, if you're trying to please everybody, you're pleasing no one, like the color beige. Um, nobody likes beige. You can call it coffee. Some people like coffee, mm-hmm. um, mocha. Coffee. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, if you're trying to please everyone, you please no one. However, we go more on culture and personality fit than we do on size of practice. We have, you know, the occasional dental student, even that yeah, was like, I. I bought a practice. I own a practice. I scraped together $50,000 and I bought a practice that's doing $95,000. I need help so badly. I worked it into my loan. Will you take me? There's one of the one or two of those. And then we have, you know, 25 practice smart groups that, uh, that are doing $35 million and everything in between that you could possibly imagine. And, you know, it's funny when you sit down and you're like um, the, the dental, the four-year dental student sits down next to the CEO of, you know, uh, XYZ DSO group, and they're, they're having lunch together. Yeah, and I'm just like, I bet you, I bet you the DSO owner is getting as much out of talking to this four-year sure. dental student than vice versa. You can For always sure. learn, dude,
0: always. For sure. For yeah. sure. I mean, listen, and and the mentorship of the the big shot next to the you know the startup guy is also good for them. I mean, it, it's one of the most beautiful things in life that you can help somebody else without in the process helping yourself. Um, it, it does remind oh. me of a funny story. Peter and I uh, at our last mastermind, um, we have this VIP, uh, I'm sorry, at the last summit, we have a VIP section. So we have breakfast, lunch with the attendees and uh, a guy comes up, I'll just, I won't out him completely. His, his name is Jeffrey. He comes over, he brought like five of his team and he sits down, and he says, Craig, you are like one of my favorite people on the planet. And automatically I'm just like, oh shit, this guy's going to get to know me and realize that he doesn't like me at all. But he's like,
2: you're, you're up for a huge disappointment.
0: Yeah, here's a huge, if I'm your, I'm like, for, the first thing out of my mouth is like, you need to meet more impressive people. Than one. <laughs> he's like, no, 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 seriously, man. I've listened to everything you and Peter said and I've implemented everything you said. And you know, you're, I'm hearing this guy. I don't know what he's about to say. I'm like, so tell me a little about your practice. He's like, yeah, we're a $26 million top line, $6 million EBITDA. And I'm like, Damn, like, listen, do me a favor. Let's have a small, quick conversation, but then go talk to somebody else. Cause you meet your hero, you're going to like screw this whole thing up. So, <laughs> but it was funny. Yeah. And he's just a giving human being. and He has great reasons for doing it. He unfortunately lost a small child and went through a lot of uh, personal turmoil and really refined his mission to help other people. And he's just a total rock star. Um, mm-hmm. But it's interesting that we, we have the capacity to help people who are running faster than we are. And, and Peter and I always say, like, even Tiger Woods has a golf coach and his golf coach can't play like Tiger, uh, but still can add value. So I love putting people all together at all different levels of their cycle of development because you find the guy who's reached, finger quotes, success and realizes that he's unfulfilled and can learn fulfillment from the guy who's a startup. So everybody's chasing different things. And I love the camaraderie of masterminds. It's, it's been beautiful for me. So even if there was no business attached to it, it would, it's easily one of the things that's made me most fulfilled is being in a mastermind and helping people. I, I just love it.
2: I, I love that sentiment. I, I couldn't agree more uh, as well. You know, it's, it's funny. Uh, my advisors are like, hey, dude, like, okay, you need to get a more scalable product, right? So right. your time talking on the phone, mm-hmm. one practice owner at a time is not scalable. You know this, right? right. You know that they are um, taking an hour out of a 40 hour week And you're taking 35 hours out of a 40-hour week to talk to other people. And that's not scalable. At some point, you're going to reach the ceiling. If you're going to get into business, do something that's scalable. And that's not one-on-one coaching. However, I will say there's nothing more satisfying and fulfilling than watching people um, apply any little bit of knowledge that you have or advice that you have and running with it, implementing and, and exploding. It's, it's the, it's the coolest thing ever.
0: It is. And if you lift, if you spend your life planting seeds to help people eventually, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a certain inflection point where you're just kind of giving, 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 and nothing's really returning. And then all of a sudden like you turn around and there's oak trees everywhere. And I'm at the point in my life, I guess, you know, at the age I am and, and how many years I've been at it, there's such a rewarding uh, life cycle at this point where everybody I'm meeting people and I'm like, hey, we had a conversation 10 years ago and it took me on this trajectory. And so it's, it's really nice to be in that point. And, and you bring up something important. Sometimes the ROI is just fulfillment. And as Peter and I say in our book, it's like the ultimate life's ultimate ROI is your happiness. Mm -hmm. Um, I know a lot of rich, miserable people, and I I recognize it's not scalable. We do. And and the mastermind that we have currently, we invite these practices into my office for the entire day. So it is like, talk about the most non-linear exchange of value. I have like six people occupy my entire day. And I had one on Monday. ACBO is here. Um, and it's just awesome. I know it's just really bad for my productivity because I'm Mm -hmm. with these people. It's like an entire day of me being on stage. Uh, but uh, I love it. And um, that's incredible. Uh,
2: that's yeah. incredibly generous. Um, it's funny. If it's your calling, it, it you don't care about the, the yeah. financial return. It, it actually is. It it doesn't return uh dollar per hour that you put into it. And I don't care. Uh, but you know, our, our, our mastermind is run by people that have actually quote unquote graduated through there, our black belt coaches are all people that have earned their black belt through our organization. And that means 50% overhead or less 80%. Um, as far as our assessment scores in leadership, cultural assessment, systemization, they check all of those off, maintain that for six months. They get an invitation if they're willing to become a black belt coach. And if they get unanimously voted into the fold, then they, they get their stripes and they're allowed to become a black belt coach for the, for the incredible, incredible compensation of $0 to help other people, sure. you know, by, you know, getting on a call for a half hour, you know, 12 times a week with other community members, that is their payback. And yeah. they don't need to do this. These are all multimillionaires. These are the tip yeah. of the spear, the Isn't top that awesome? 0.1% of the entire profession. And they're volunteering. They're actually, they're actually competing for these spots just of to course. be able to give back. It's, it's, a, it's incredible.
0: It, and it's a good idea for them. It's a good idea for them. You want to be happy, you know, dedicate your life to helping other people. You, you, the getting is in the giving. and I fully agree with that.
1: Okay, stop what you're doing. The Bulletproof Summit is coming at you June 3rd and 4th at the Grand Hyatt in Nashville. The Grand Hyatt is located in the Gulch, which as most of you know, is the best area of Nash Vegas. So we'll be featuring new, never done before Bulletproof tracks for doctors, team and hygienists. There's going to be some VIP tickets available, but book by May 2nd, and you can receive some group discounts for your team. Prices will also go up for the last 50 tickets, and tickets are already half gone for this event, and it will sell out like all previous years. This is the biggest no-brainer in dentistry. If you want to elevate yourself, your team, and your practice, check it out, bulletproofsummit.com. will see you there.
0: So let me ask you, let me just kind of shift gears for a second. If you don't mind, Mark, are you still a practice owner? Do you still own your practices? I own four
2: practices. Um, I've owned 16. So um, I'm down to four and I I can either confirm nor deny that I, they, they might be off my plate within, you know, 12 to 24 months. We'll see. Um, But I have, I've, I've done it all in practice ownership. Hmm. Not, not as far as quote unquote success. But I mean, I think I've seen what I need to see and I've experienced what I've to experience. I still love clinical dentistry, but I'm scratching my itch with clinical dentistry by, by teaching at the Colorado surgical Institute. I'm teaching all in an X and implant placement and stuff like no that. No way.
0: Yeah. So I didn't know you're an implant uh, You place implants. I do.
2: And I teach it, but that scratches the itch for me, right? Oh, good so, for you. That's awesome. So I don't feel like I need to practice for another 25 years. I could, but I don't have to in the, in the traditional sense. But I still love all of my people. I have over 50 employees just for the dental practices and the, the other companies are a different story. But um, I still love them. I love my patients, but it, it might be time to turn the page. I'm not sure. I haven't decided yet.
0: Hmm. What, what's governing that decision, if you don't mind me asking?
2: i think that when i know i'll know
0: mm-hmm.
2: and um but if you guys know if if you're wishy-washy like that um one bad day or you know I one a, you. Right. one the one letter from the board away or one unreasonable patient away from very true from making kind of a rash decision so yeah i, I don't i don't have a i don't have a good answer for that
1: I want to go, Mark, to where, you know, obviously you've been a coach to so many and you've been able to see the data from so many practices. Um, Craig and I, you know, on a lesser scale, what we see the impact. You know, we talk about the masterminds. You have your, your, your 200 or 189, but you get to see recurring data, right? And therefore, it identifies trends. Um, what do you see as being like <laughs> – what do I say? Like the biggest aha moment for someone when they become, when they, when they get integrated into your program and all of a sudden, like the lights just come on, mm. is it, is it a certain thing for them, for the dentist that all of a sudden says, holy shit, it's like no more barriers. And like, I didn't know that was possible. And, you know, like Craig always says, like, we always set our thermostats for where we think we're, we're supposed to be comfortable. And it's like, mm. oh wait, I'm doing a little too well. Something's going to go wrong. I better cool it down, you know? And that's all subconscious. It's also conscious, it's too. Also conscious oh, too. Yeah. Uh. So, like, where would you see? What do you see? Like, you know, I know it's a very vague question, but you know what I'm talking about. Like, you saw, you see someone who's kind of been mediocre for the past three years, and all of a sudden they're just like 30% that, you know, under under your guidance. And it's like, and you didn't really do much. You didn't give them a magic pill that said, hey, do this YouTube hack and you will be 30% better. It's just like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm trying to say? I'm kind of rambling with this question. Okay.
2: No, I do. So we break things down into phases, right? So we have phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four, and it goes like 60% overhead, 55% overhead, 50% overhead, and then 45% overhead. So those are just the numerical phases. Attached mm-hmm. with those are assessment scores, the ones that I talked about, leadership, culture, systemization, right? So they come in and they take a battery of assessment scores, assessment tests, and then we have their financial um, financial background and we we work with our CPAs every month and we do their financial reporting. So we know exactly where their overhead is. So the, people come in at different levels. You know, you'll know, you have somebody that comes in as less than a white belt or um, a, a phase zero, and they're relatively sophisticated, but maybe they're in like a market that's super competitive, or mm. maybe they they're just super nice person and they're overpaying all their executive team. Or, but they have everything else except for one or two tweaks that need to take place. And then we have people that come in at black belt level where they're like, I have 48% overhead. And you look at their financial reports and you're like, this guy's got it going on or this gal's got, got it going on. Everything looks perfect. And then you talk to them and they're like, it's a chaos. Like right. our people hate each other. Like yeah. I'm the worst And I'm, and I'm miserable.
0: Yeah. I'm miserable.
2: I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. So they need work in different areas. So uh, everybody comes in at with a different, different level, yep. like different pain points, different levels of prioritization. And we kind of unroot those and then, and work on them but i will say the biggest aha moment typically comes when people show up for their first live event so we have one coming up in um in north carolina on the 29th of april okay so there'll be 160 people there and um you know somebody comes in for the very first time or the fifth time to to one of these meetings and they get around these like-minded super positive energetic people that is completely 180 degrees from the people that go to the ADA or, you know, um, the state or, or regional or meeting. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're just, they're just like on fire, not just because the people around them are inspirational and they're, they're crushing it with their numbers, but just because of the overall energy and their love for the profession and yeah. their, their, their desire to see the people sitting around them get better. That's typically what, when I see the light bulb go on and say, Oh, I can be, that black belt coach, I could be better. And he's going to help me get there.
1: So it's a lot. You see transformations happen when someone's live. And Craig, you always say this too. I think it's a Tony Robbins thing. There's so much power and proximity, yeah. right? Pa- pa- and so you're getting in that ecosystem of like someone, it just, like you said, Mark, it's the energy that feels good. It's people saying like, Hey, there's no limits. Hey, you should try this. And you get excited about your, about your future or your, or your direction, or you want to change and then you get decided about that. So I love yeah, that you it's, just said it's that some, there's so much power in being personal and, and look on the context too, of us coming off of also being on a million zoom calls for the past two years, right. With, with, with COVID it doesn't, you know, zoom calls don't
0: move the needle. Like being in person does. I I'm so with you on that, bud. Yeah, I've heard okay. about this COVID. Being in Florida, we 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 haven't acknowledged it yet, but um, I, well, I've I've heard I've heard mutterings this? about it. What is this? What COVID? is this? Nineteen coats and COVID. <laughs> coats Florida and COVID, I yeah. <laughs> But uh, it's true. The immersion is important, and that's why Peter and I like really focus on like our events are always in like really high end places. Like we're at like Terranea in Los Angeles, right in the Pacific Ocean, uh, Ranchos Palos Verdes. It was really cool. But I, I do think that when you go someplace inspirational, like you know, and, and, and more luxurious, your your mind opens up. You know, some of my best ideas I can remember the actual physical location I was when I was thinking about them. You know, we all have a strategic and tactical brain, and sometimes in order to envision what you want, you have to get out of your tactical mindset. You have to move. Some of your best sometimes.
1: ideas too come like after class, you know, so to speak, right? Because yeah. you've, you've carved out time sure. to. Invest in yourself. Whereas, like, if you were home, something this happens, this comes up, this comes up. But you're carving time for you and yeah. your business. And some of the best ideas come post the meeting, if you will. You know that in the evenings. Anyway, Mark. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, did, I feel like we 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 took over there for a second. But um, no, no, that's great. You, you're a great guest listener for yeah, that yeah. moment. <laughs> appreciate, appreciate
2: <laughs> no, it. please, I want to listen more.
1: Mark, yeah. that is a funny story. So we've had we've had a guest on before. We invited him <laughs> early in the scene. We both and, know actually, it was Elijah. Yeah. Okay. W- way we- way way in the beginning and all of a sudden like craig and i are getting into this banter and i look down and i'm like thinking to myself elijah hasn't said anything in 31 minutes because <laughs> craig and i have not allowed it and so we made it this joke like dude you're the best guest listener we've ever had <laughs> it's terrible it wasn't good
2: <laughs> 31 minutes isn't bad it wasn't <laughs> but, right but like the, craig and the, i just the...
1: kept rambling back and forth and it was like oh i had uh,
2: i had ben greenfield on you guys know ben greenfield I
1: have, we had ben greenfield on we yeah, have, who's that? So, Refresh uh, my memory. Well, I don't know if you were involved back then, but honestly, it was like my first one. And Garrett Gunderson, who's who? Mark, you connected me with Garrett a long mm-hmm. time ago. Oh my yeah. god, that was such yeah. a sweaty
0: back. I had a um, argument with Garrett. Gunderson he connected out, me on the podcast.
1: He connected me with Ben again. Uh-huh. I think it was him because. You know, and Ben's this big biohacker and it's probably the biggest fitness podcast. Oh yeah, he was on there with me. He had the light, the red light on Ben shows up with a red light behind him and like you couldn't see him other than these like LEDs light that he was shining on his back, right? And he's just going crazy into data and statistics. And I was like, this is not going to land well in the dental audience, but we'll keep going.
2: So I had him on, right? This is so funny and it's so so true. I know exactly what you're talking about. He was on a treadmill the entire time. That we were so he was a little bit out of breath so it was a brisk walk, and speaking of being a great guest listener, I was a great guest host because I didn't say six words. (laughs) I I asked him one question and I look up and it's forty five minutes later and I'm like, uh huh, mm, mm -hmm." yeah, trying to at least inject a little (laughs) bit of like (laughs) volume into like to break it up a little bit, but man, the guy went on like this this tirade of information just vomited information all over the audience and it was incredible information but he he's i I don't know man he he wasn't super awesome as far as conversation goes he was great as far as
1: as yeah Yeah, i think he's a good like solo pod great solo podcaster because he's so chock full of knowledge that like i couldn't do that but he can just sit there and like you said just pontificate yeah. about his thesis <laughs> so to speak uh,
2: yeah but that, it, that was
1: a, that was you know that was back in when we we were trying to find our way
0: in in, in podcast land i was like oh have we found right? our way yet i don't think we don't know i do each one of these thinking like this is just a conversation amongst friends and if someone finds it interesting that's great but i have no it was a, I I. I maybe I should pay attention to it more, but, uh,
2: I would love to know what you guys together collectively, um, who your favorite guest has
1: been. Gosh. I'm there's, um, uh, my favorite guest. Craig, I, I
0: have my answer. Yours is going to be Sage. Roberts. Yeah. So I just love her so much. So She's Tony's true. wife, Sage is a friend of mine, personal friend of mine. I just love her. Yeah. So I felt like that had a lot of impact. It has the most downloads and, um, I don't know. That was just my can, favorite
2: I, that I I got to look that up. I got to listen to that.
0: Yeah. She's, yeah.
1: I, I wasn't even on it, Mark. Cause like Craig has this great woo woo vision power. And like, and Bonnie is very the same, like listen to your soul and this. And and if you get, I don't like being too close and intimate with my feelings. So like, I let Craig take those, Um <laughs> but it was yeah. really good. I have to say in full disclosure, I do. <laughs> um, I do have After I listened to it, I had a little FOMO not being involved with that one. Um, just because of who she is but it was great listening to the them and their and their uh repertoire back and forth okay no. so sage was
2: yours craig
1: do you have a favorite peter you know honestly i need, I need to go through I, I feel like there's probably five that stick out to me mark and I, I um like tommy
0: breedlove was a good
1: one we had um let's see god there's been there's well, been so i'm many gonna i'm gonna jump impactful. in i jump in
0: so for me like outside of that guest my favorite oh, one, Peter and I are on just alone. I really mm-hmm. do believe that because half the time, it's you know, confirmational Peter's, bias, buddy. Well, Peter and I are really close friends, and half the time we're talking, we're just kind of shooting the shit. He helps me like we have individual problems. We we he's one of the first people I call, and I feel the same for him. So half the time that we're just on regular phone calls, I'm like, damn, that would have been a great podcast. Just kind of working yeah, through we, each other's shit. Mm-hmm. Um, we do so, do that a lot. So I think what makes our podcast special is people can feel that we're good friends we care for each other, even though he just constantly rags on me. Um, they, they can see through that. And it's just the experience of two friends. And I, what I think we are to the dental community is two people who have gotten their ass kicked a whole bunch of ways and in, in many different fashions. And we come together to help each other and people feel Uh, That they're part of that. We, you know, I I don't know if I've told you this, uh, Mark, but we had a guy come up to us at the end of a a summit and uh, he was all red in the face and he was very emotional. And it was right before COVID actually, it was in February, first week of March, 2020. And uh, we're just finished with our summit in Houston. And he comes up to us. He's like, Hey guys, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. And Peter and I kind of knew exactly what he meant by that. And he's like, Mm -hmm. I just listened to you. And, and um, you know, he was basically going to take his own life. And it was a, it was what he said was like, we are like his counsel. We are this person that they're listening, that he's listening to that when we talk about our failures, because there's so many people that are just talking about how they kick ass and we all kick (laughs) ass in our own way, but we've gotten our ass kicked a lot. And I've stayed in touch with this guy and he's really kicking butt now. So we poured into him. And so my hope, my, my true hope that what we're doing today and every podcast is we're just another friend for them dentistry is lonely majority of her solo solopreneurs practicing on her own and there's no sounding board so that's all we all need to be for is just that so if peter and i can actually have that real connection and the interview process is hard because it's a stranger coming into our ecosystem yeah you're, you're yeah. proficient at it because that's all you do you know mm-hmm. you uh, do you have solo podcast i do a lot <clears> okay sorry yeah. I'd, probably yeah.
2: more i probably do more than than interviews probably
0: yeah yeah. yeah, so I just think the exchange of the relationship is my favorite part. Of I that. have
1: an answer, and I can't believe I drew a blank on this, Mark. So that was awesome, sorry. Craig. Just Thank caught, you for it, that. It caught, it caught me by surprise. Uh-huh. I wasn't ready for that. And honestly, I was thinking like, oh, my gosh, if I don't say the right answer, then other people are going to get mad. But, <laughs> but Patrick Bet-David was on our podcast. No I was shit. in the Breakers. Yeah, I was in the Breakers. Let's see. Let's call it two years ago, and I had followed him on Instagram and things like that, and watched all of his YouTube videos because, oh, like yeah. you, Mark, I've been the biggest fan. I've been the biggest fan of YouTube. Just you know, I don't watch TV. I watch YouTube at night and I watch videos. Yeah. And so I was at the time I was watching a shit ton of Patrick Bet David videos. And so I'm in the Breakers. We're there for. i forget. Was I there? Oh, it was a uh, Memorial Day. Correct? We were together. Uh, we were together so he's checking in and like literally i'm with my wife walking she's all dressed up i go hey stop for a second i looked out the corner and i was like i think that's patrick but david she's like who yeah i was like you know the, the guy same. i watch on youtube <laughs> no, my wife what would you're say talking same about. thing yeah. she's like please yeah. don't please don't go up to him she was sure as shit i walk up and i'm like but david and he goes yeah Anyway, and so we just started talking. I think he was surprised that he got recognized because it was a couple of years ago. You know, he's blown up recently. Mm-hmm. So we talked for him. He's like, what do you do? And he was so cool in person. So like, cool. what do you do? I was like, I'm a dentist and I got a podcast. Blah, blah. And we kept talking. He's like, I was like, maybe one day, you know, I know you'd have to go low, but you can maybe come on our podcast. And he's like, yeah, hit me up kind of thing. And sure as hell, you know, maybe, maybe a year later he did it and came on. Of course, I shit the bed, though, Mark, because he got yeah. on and I got star he was so nervous
0: about it. it was and like, I was so was like,
1: nervous because, you know, it, it, and it, I didn't know
0: who he was. The funny thing I didn't really know at the at that moment, I found out afterwards. And you want to hear how life comes full circle. So he came in he came in as a patient here. So he's my he's oh, my, you know, no so he co- so he walks well, in the do you have room. HIPAA permission to say this, Craig? <laughs> yeah, well, I took a picture of him and was, who, who cares. cares. Is that implied my, consent? Is that implied consent? He's, he's a friend of mine, Patrick.
1: It's all good, buddy. Um, Yeah. yeah Patrick is not listening to our our podcast,
0: by well, the way. Well, <laughs> I've seen him a couple times now. So I walk in the console. I'm like, do I look familiar to you? I know you meet a lot of people. And I literally have Apple TVs and all the, in all the console rooms. So I had the podcast like up on the screen. I'm Put like, do you remember this guy's like, oh yeah. He's like, yeah, I remember you guys. He's a cool dude, man. Awesome uh, guy. That's a the other kid. one. That's a big get. Yeah, it
1: is a big get. I got a bigger, a, an as big get, but a different industry. So uh, do you know who Anthony Pompliano is? Oh, that was awesome.
2: Uh, the name sounds so familiar. Well, he's a am big I pop?
1: guy. He's pop. a pop. He's like the biggest influencer in all of cryptocurrency on YouTube. Oh, His name okay. Is yeah, yeah, an- yeah. Anthony, that's, Anthony yeah. Pompliano. So mm-hmm. he's blown up too, but he's been on the pod and he was awesome. And I wasn't as like stage fright by him or, or I, I shouldn't say I didn't have like stardom um, stage fright with him um but that was a good one too and that was just to really engage because one of my loves is is crypto um other than dentistry and biohacking Um, it's funny mark there's the answer there's the long-winded answers
2: it's funny how you said you you kind of shat the bed a little bit with him i uh Mm -hmm. i had um robert o'neill on uh the dude who shot bin laden um oh that's awesome seal team six and i was so nervous and prepping for it and i was like Everybody set all my stuff up. I had actually a, a, another camera crew, so we could get different angles and stuff of of me interviewing this guy. It was a huge deal, and you know we're we're talking, and he's he's getting into his story and stuff. And I look up and I freaking didn't hit record for like the first fifteen minutes. That's Dude, a true that. story. I,
0: I just did that so, recently. So
2: <laughs> if you listen to that episode, like the 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 audio's really rough in the beginning. Because we had to go from the audio from the actual, thank God I had somebody recording me video recording. Backup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the audio is from the video recorder first. And then we switched over to the to my mic. But I was so freaking nervous. And then and then in the middle of it, he's like getting to this really heavy part. And I was like,
1: dude, stop. Stop I'm not, right there. I'm
2: not, I'm not recording. And oh, so I'm trying God. I'm trying to like <laughs> like push all these buttons and and like actually be in the moment and and hear hear about you know Ugh. him pulling the trigger on the, the
1: biggest wait thing so can we watch this time. breakdown can we watch this like ultimate panic in your face in the video there's a video out there where we can actually see yeah the, the moment is vid- the the out there but it,
2: but you're it not comes recording? in it comes in after, after. i pressed record yeah
0: because so you're, that's, you're recomposing that's we... yourself at that point. Yeah, oh but I got I, I got him to I cry. He, he was t- no way. I, I was way. like, I was you like get well, Peter to cry, that'd be awesome. <laughs> no, <I'm, laughs> it, I don't let's have do that. That.
1: It's impossible. You
2: got SEAL Team Six guy to cry. Right. Like, you can't hurt I my feelings
1: because I don't have any.
2: Exactly. I, I asked him. I'm like, so you pretty much thought that you were gonna die? He's like, yeah. All of us thought we were gonna die. Um, we knew where we were going. Nobody else knew where we were going. I couldn't even tell my parents, my dad, or anything. I go, what was the hardest part about it? And then he just he started crying. He's like, well, I had to. I had to say goodbye to my daughters, and I wrote them letters oh, yeah. for them to open up on their wedding day. And I was like, "Oh," dude, and they started crying. And I was like, "All right, that that'll get you. That'll get you." Yeah, uh, that's a lot. what a what it, a power. Because he knew that die.
1: the probability, like, it was a high likelihood he might not come home. Huh? Yeah, for they all sure, thought that, yeah. they all thought they were gonna die. It
2: was that's interesting too because uh, uh, he was talking about the chopper on the way over there, and he's like, "You want to talk about some dudes with." With ice water in their veins he's like three quarters of the guys it was a 45 minute uh uh black hawk or i think it was apache hawk. whatever apache <laughs> probably apache because apache carries the, the larger payload so they're in the apache he's like yeah like most of the team fell asleep and and the seal sealed dog fell asleep they're just like eh, just another day i'm probably gonna die here but I'm just gonna take yeah I
0: have, I have a good buddy as a seal it's an interesting process huh it's a different human. That's for, for sure. Yeah, well, they make you different. They, um, yeah. You know, the, the unfortunate thing, you know, not to go tangential, is that they kind of make you into this machine, this, this machine, and there's no inter- disintegration process to go mm-hmm. back into. That's true. So my buddy I grew up with, you know, he went out of Iraq and then went back into Blackwater and special ops and stuff like that. He couldn't get enough of it because that's what you know. Mm. And there's not oh, a real great unwinding process to reintegrate you into society. So there's a lot yeah. of uh, fallout, unfortunately.
2: It's kind of like the Jason Bourne stuff. It's like you can't unprogram that. Like it's it's like, like
0: dental school, but more intense. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's like being it's exact- a dentist. You can't yeah, unprogram
2: like, yeah, that. Yeah, it's like D1 year. Yeah. Biochemistry. Yeah, test. wax
0: up.
1: So, no, yeah. so obviously, that was probably your favorite guess uh, i'm guessing him
2: and ryan holiday you know oh no wait you had oh,
0: ryan no holiday that's oh, awesome. awesome yeah i was i've I got was... to become a bigger mark Costas fan yeah. than i already am is yeah. that possible <laughs> um i don't know talk to me about ryan holiday that was special that that's was special, special because, because that because i love the stoic stuff
2: that dude was so cool and so engaged and so just like into it the whole time um he was awesome and then i had um David Sinclair, the lifespan guy that's been yeah. on Joe Rogan. And yeah. um, he was, he, the, the, that was a funny one because you could tell his booker booked it. And he's like, I'm talking to a bunch of dentists. He was like, so apathetic and like not into it in the beginning. Yeah. And I started asking him like really, really good questions about yeah. his book. Cause I had read his book a couple of times. And then you could just see his, his, his like demeanor completely changed. Yeah. Like sits up. That's straight. the
0: unfortunate thing. They, they, they think they're going to be, they don't understand that dentists were business owners were humans. And yeah. like when and, uh, uh, Scott Galloway was on, scott yeah. galloway was making fun of he's like where have like what am how did i get on this freaking thing like what am i doing here Sp- what is my a, career
1: consisted of the now i'm yeah. on a dental
0: podcast he was so oh, good he's like let's get this shit show on the road guys yeah, he was al- he's a buddy actually, of mine. he was my favorite I, Greg, yeah he's great. a buddy of mine he's like dude what how far have i come in my career to be in a fucking podcast? Oh, like a this is podcast. the highlight
2: of my career for sure yeah. yeah it was yeah. awesome it's funny so, yeah, I, I just love kind of looking back. And the funny thing is, is like the bigger names, a lot of times for me, Sage was your biggest download episode. For me, it's like Robert O'Neill, dude at that shop, Bin Laden, didn't get the highest downloads. It's like, no way. it's weird. I, it, it comes down to like, I think a lot of it is like, if you have a bigger name guest, like I had robert kiyosaki on he didn't get a ton of downloads either because I oh think,
0: man i didn't know you had him either i gotta get but you yeah get how to do
2: a class
1: five composite got the highest download. <laughs> i'm just kidding exactly. no
2: it's true it's random it's like you you talk it's all in the headline right it's just like email open yeah. rates it's like yeah you say robert kiyosaki and they're like oh, i've seen him interviewed 25 times robert o'neill oh yeah he, i just saw yeah. him on fox news so I don't need to listen to that, but
0: yeah, that's what it is about. Uh, Sage Robbins. She um she's not a public person. She does not do that. She's like, admittedly, I don't do any of this stuff. I'll do it for you, but I don't do it. So if you're looking for content specifically from her and you search her, that's the yeah. only thing that I'm aware of. So it was a really that's- great glimpse into her who she is, and she's so powerful. I mean, I, obviously Tony's the the headliner in that uh, in that in the in the recognition world but yeah she's yep. an equal powerful force just in a different opposing way but she's just she's transformed my life and helped me so much it's it's great to have her as a friend
2: that's really nice to hear that she is that way because i know Amazing. josh and i know josh mm-hmm. and i've met tony but i don't i don't know sage i've never met her but it's total freaking like rock star brother Total it seems rock star. like she had to have been to be yeah to be accepted into that family and to be,
0: yeah um, yeah awesome. that's awesome you ooh, still talk to Bart? Uh, yeah we're I don't talk I, to Josh. I haven't uh, talked
2: to Josh in over a year probably.
1: Yeah, he's a good friend. Good guy. Yeah. Good guy. I know we're one of six today so I want to be <laughs> cognizant of your time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just taking a little jab at you, but um you shouldn't have told Craig you hurt his feelings. Yeah, I do um, have
2: one in four minutes. I just realized. Okay. Well okay. then yeah, it's <laughs> a, it's, it's with Oprah, words. it's no big deal, Peter.
0: Just I'm, I'm glad that Oprah. we
2: changed, you know, we basically we've basically changed the trajectory of all dentists listening to this episode, right? I mean yes. we had we talked about such hard hitting hard hitting uh like lipsin.
0: Lipsin's uh, really important for <laughs> dentists.
1: You know. <laughs> yep, yep, I didn't even know what the hell that are, are was. Are you all right, let me lance on this. Okay.
0: Bullish on dentistry right now, Mark, or or well, or let's let me let me. That's a hard one to say no right? to. Let me ask you in a different oh, way. That
2: was hard. That you want me yeah. to end on that? No, Maybe. no,
0: I just want to. I, but I know where Peter's going. Do okay. you feel like let's just say two to three years? Obviously, everything's on fire. You know, how are you feeling globally on dentistry over the next three years? Are you feeling like we're going to take a minor setback, like the pundits are saying, or do you think it's full steam ahead?
2: You know, I'm, I'm one of the few people in podcasting that actually went through the last recession, and um, it was and Peter and I don't know if you did, Greg, <laughs> You're younger than us, but um, right for for me,
1: Thank
0: For you, me,
2: um, the last recession was somewhat... Greg was 40 in 2009.
0: Yeah, I was 46 <laughs> in 2009. Buddy.
2: I'm sorry, I was 56 in 2009. I did uh, the math wrong. Yeah, yeah. Good. Sorry, Mark. Uh, aging in reverse. Uh, yeah. So we uh, we that was a big time for my group. We went from like six practices to like 11 practices during the last pandemic. It was, um, it was a defining. Last time recession. For us. D- I'm sorry. During the last recession, not last right. pandemic. Duh. And uh, so, yeah, we, um, I- I'm not scared of it, uh, but I do Good. believe that the sentiment, the consumer sentiment is going to be strained for sure. I think that, and I think that inflation is going to affect a lot of things as far as the way we spend money, the way we borrow money. So, um, yeah, I am still bullish on dentistry. I'm still bullish yeah, on me too. I think we have some, uh, some challenging times ahead, but I think it's gonna, the only
1: reason I ask that is cause it's all, you always hear like, Oh, those are the golden years in dentistry. And, and you hear people like pull back. They're like, well, well, the golden years are gone. So I'm going to pull back. I'm like the golden years are ahead. I promise you yes. it's always ahead. And so it's just this doom and gloom. Sometimes we get in dentistry, like, well, I'm, you know, I'm going to say for this, I'm not going to risk that, you know? And, um, mm. You know, and yes, there is some some macroeconomic things that you should pay attention to, but in general, we have the most, the biggest blessing ever is to be in the vessel of dentistry as business people. And, you know, there's a, I always say there's a barrier to entry, right? Usually you have, unless you're in Arizona, you have to be a dentist, own the practice, most states you do. So there's a barrier to entry. And so the competition isn't that fierce, right? It's not like a restaurant where everyone can buy one and get one and compete, there's a barrier to entry, and it, and if you're kind of all in, then it's really easy to do well. And if you're a good human, it's really easy to do well, um, especially if you 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 are continually learning, like masterminds or summits or in-persons. Like you're just destined to succeed, in my opinion. So I think it's one of the greatest professions in the world for that
0: capacity.
2: Yeah, and so, if you surround yourself with people like you guys, like, yeah, like our group, yeah, um, pick one, but pick one.
0: You know. Yeah, for sure. And so also when, don't try to be something you're not. Don't compete with something that you think you should be. Um, there's, there's many different ways. Each dental practice is a snowflake. Have it be authentically what you want to create and no one can mess. No one can compete with you. So if you don't have to be that guy who owns two and three practices, you can still just do what you want. I love, I love those breakthroughs, by the way, when, when someone comes to our group and said, I want to open up 10 practices and through all the, like the visionary and workshops and stuff like that. They're like, actually, I just want to open. I want to be in my own practice. Right, I that just was want not one. what I wanted. Yeah.
2: yeah. I love that too. I love that that's too. A, that's a
0: breakthrough. That's a
1: breakthrough one way or the other, right? Mark, tell us where your, uh, your big summit is for the year. I know you're having one like the week in June, as well as our big, when well, we only do one, um, but tell us where it is and the dates and such.
2: Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Uh, June 10th and 11th at the JW Marriott, desert Ridge, mm-hmm. Arizona. Um, we have James- I have been James- the
1: pristine, sp- I have been a speaker at one of Mark's events and I can yes, tell you, you it is top tier awesome you talk about that energy in the room it's awesome i would highly encourage everyone listening to go um and you know mark and if you can be in you know ours like i said is in nashville and the week be- weekend before so if you could make it i'm sure people would love to have you there i know you're a busy man but um um and where can people go to learn more sorry don't you oh. don't you have a website address for that yeah. sorry
2: true success.com um, and click on the the summit or the event icon, and it'll get you there. Still 40% off tickets. Nice. Uh, we are going to sell out. They're only letting us have 700 people in the room this year. So. 700
1: you do? Well, Holy shit.
2: That's a that's, lot. They limit it. Last year, they limited us to 500, and we sold that out really quick. This year, they, you, just, they bumped awesome. it up a little bit. So, so yeah.
1: What do we Good cap ours at, Craig? 300?
0: I'm sorry? What, what do we cap ours at? 300? uh yeah we're gonna sell it too but we are capping at 300 we were over 300 last you like how he
1: slid that me too in there mark we're gonna we're gonna sell out to me too (laughs) <laughs> no we're gonna sell it for sure we always oh, have yeah. the problem the reason why kidding. i say that is no, because i always get
0: the text and the call at the end like hey man right. can you blah 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 i yeah. know like, it's like
1: hey can you so can guys you... please yeah like the hotel when... the
0: hotel block is over by the, or almost over too so people are like oh i have to get an airbnb i'm like yeah, yeah. they think they think because you know i've got
1: your cell phone number which means the
0: rules don't apply right you're like well i can't do anything now
1: you seriously know? it's like when it's sold out it's like really sold out
2: yeah mm-hmm. of course it
0: is for of real yeah so don't delay. Yeah. Well, buddy, I, I
1: enjoyed this. I know you got to go. Um, it's always so good to awesome. k- connect with you, man. And um, yeah, Craig and I are always rooting for you, as I know you yeah, are.
0: Big time, at, brother. As you are us. So um, Right back at you. I, yeah, I'm man.
2: so blessed to have you guys in my life. Thank you guys so much. Oh, for you're awesome, buddy. You're time. awesome. Seriously. How's
0: that yeah. pilot's license going? You got it yet? You just soloed? <sighs> Shut
2: shit. It's a long right. story. It's a long story. Okay, long story. I, I went okay. up yesterday. I uh, dusted off some ring rust. Okay, and, good. Uh, you would have been proud of me. Uh, Why is that?
0: kept the shiny side up yeah i had i had that's how you know yeah
2: yeah yeah i uh i had the same number of landings as takeoffs so that that's was, important was... you're
0: always gonna land it's just the question is how hard that's Remember true that. that's a very good point that's good yeah that's you're good always point. gonna land
2: yeah but uh i'm refining i had to take a couple months off because of some personal stuff my dad got sick but um oh,
0: i'm sorry to hear but, that. but yeah
2: we uh we're, we're back at it i i, I did stuff. the simulator did the simulator two days prior to getting back in the air and i was like I'm going to kill myself if I get in the air right now. God like,
0: forbid, brother. Don't say crap like that. Just be yeah. safe. Yes, be I safe. was safe. I was safe. Yeah. And things
2: are looking good. So thank you.
0: Yeah, good. You look like you're you you look intact to me. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen your biceps. It's hard to see them. You, my, let me oh, see. Okay, so there. Boom. Okay, see good. Yeah. Uh, biggest this. biceps. Oh, look biggest at biceps in dentistry. Geez, look at this tat. What? what is that? Wait, Dwayne, 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 talk to me, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. What does this mean? <laughs>
2: Uh, there's a lot of deep meaning to this. There's uh there every every icon and line and, and column is um, having to do with my ancestry. We go back Are you to Samoan. I am Filipino. This is a Filipino warrior tattoo. So we no go all, all the way back to my great 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 grandfather and what they did for a living, the the languages they spoke, the islands they
1: lived on. No
0: way. Yeah, you're a Filipino That's rock. Awesome.
1: <laughs> did your wife give any give any pushback to a sleeve at this at this uh stage of your life she loves it good that's, that's
0: awesome that's great my wife would hate it yeah no that's my good. wife yeah i don't know she'd be like what's wrong
1: with you i don't like, have enough crisis. room
0: on my arm to fit that much stuff my arm is <laughs> too skinny yeah. you have the biggest like arms twice. in dentistry i have to be the biggest <laughs> uh, arms in dentistry i have to put that one <laughs> on right. my thigh all right buddy nice to see <laughs> you all right
2: thanks you guys so much great to see, see you me. buddy
1: okay
0: take care bye That was awesome. That was awesome, huh?